Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Zespri says progress has been made with illegal gold kiwifruit, Sally. That's right. Zespri board advisor Sir John Key met with China's foreign minister Wang Yi this week where they discussed the illegal plantings. Zespri owns the right to Sun Gold, or G3, but clippings were taken to China back in 2016 and now 8,000 hectares are being grown there. Here's Zespri's head of global public affairs, Michael Fox. There's essentially close to as much gold three plantings. This is the gold kiwifruit variety. There's essentially as much of that in the ground in China as there is in New Zealand. It has been growing over time. And ultimately, it is a threat. The, you know, the way the model succeeds is to build demand ahead of supply and to maintain that balance. And, and that what help, that's what helps us create that ongoing value for growers. And then there is the risk of this overplanting in China, the risk of oversupply, and then the risk of things like getting into our sales channels. Um, so it's an issue which, um, you know, which is serious someone which does require um, us to respond to. And legal action's already underway, isn't it? How's that going down in China? Well, Michael Fox says Zespri launched legal action in China a while ago in its effort to address the plantings, and it has support from officials there. Fox says Minister Wang Yi was very understanding and said the matter would be handled according to the law. And Fonterra's announced its long-awaited on-farm emission reduction target. Yes, the dairy giant wants a 30% intensity reduction in on-farm emissions by 2030. And, and just what does that mean, Sally? Well, an intensity target means the focus is on reducing the amount of methane produced per kilogram of milk solids. So it's not an overall reduction in on-farm emissions? No, it's not. And Fonterra expects to achieve this by using best farming practices, adopting new technologies and by offsetting with existing and new vegetation. Federated Farmers Dairy Chair Richard McIntyre says an intensity reduction target makes sense, but it won't be an easy target to meet. Look, it certainly is potentially achievable. One of the biggest sort of unknowns is the, um, the new technology. You know, we've been waiting for new technology to come out to help us, um, you know, in the form of feed additives or vaccines or, or whatever. And, um, you know, we're told it's not far away, but it's still not here. And so that's the unknown. Greenpeace is hit out at the plan. Campaigner Christine Rose says it won't make any meaningful change. This is more greenwashing as we've come to expect from the industry because it doesn't actually reduce emissions and relies on fanciful techno fixes which are unproven and a creative accounting of grasses and scattered trees across farms instead of really taking the action required to reduce emissions. And how are East Coast farmers getting on after the heavy rain this week? Well, there's been reports that farmland has slipped and some farms were cut off, but no reports of any major damage. About 130 millimetres of rain fell in 12 hours on Tuesday night, leaving Wairoa cut off in all directions initially. We had a chat to Alan Newton, who farms crops in the area, and he told us the ground was dry and hard, so the rain just bounced off it. He says the local creek got very high, but luckily didn't burst its banks. Well, we may as well go for a holiday for a couple of weeks and let it dry out. <laughs> so the ground that's cultivated, that's um, 
quite devastating for seed that's in the ground that'll drown drown recent planting plantings that are out of the ground provided the um, the water drains away from them they will probably survive but it could cause a lot of root damage so it does have an effect on the yield at the end. Mr Newton says the roads around the district are basically goat tracks so it's time the government spends some decent money to create a better roading network. And the country's first open ocean fish farm isn't too far away now. No it's not. King Salmon has got the tick of approval from the Marlborough District Council for the 400 hectare marine farm in the Cook Strait but now it needs approval from Fisheries New Zealand. So consultation is open to consider if other commercial fishing operations will be adversely impacted by the fish farm. King Salmon Chief Executive Carl Carrington says it would transform aquaculture and also help the company avoid high fish mortality rates which it's suffered with in recent years. We do prioritise supply to the domestic market but the New Zealand market's only a certain size so Blue Endeavour is likely to be mostly targeted at export markets. So in terms of export revenue from that farm alone, potentially $350-$400 million a year. And when do submissions for the plan close, Sally? At the end of this month. Now let's look at meat prices. How's lamb doing? Well, not very good. Schedules have dropped to 2017 levels, with most companies offering around $6.50 a kilo. It's due to Australian lamb flooding the market and softer demand from China. Marlborough farmer Richard Dawkins says people are comparing it to the big downturn back in the 80s. It's very demoralising, to be honest. We're just sorting up our first lot of lambs now. They go to the works on Wednesday, and yeah, we've sort of been indicated it'll be the mid-$6 mark. People are starting to compare the current situation to the 80s. Yeah, they were obviously probably the most difficult time New Zealand farmers have faced. And yeah, I guess just the fact we're comparing the two times shows how difficult things are. Richard says his break-even price is around $7 for lamb, so at six fifty, he's losing money. And what about venison? Well, better news, schedules for venison have been holding steady in recent weeks. AgriHQ senior analyst Mal Crowd says base schedules, which are the prices meat companies pay farmers, have barely moved since the start of March. Export values were up $3.10 a kilo to nearly $16 in September on the same time last year. Miss Crowd says this was the highest value for the month since 2019. Export trading has had a more traditional look to it lately. Um, Europe seems to have reclaimed a lot of ground that it lost to the US and China a year ago. Uh, last September the US bought almost half of New Zealand's venison exports, but that slid back to 26% this year. So a relatively good market at the moment for venison. And finally, some news about ag programmes in schools. They're proving popular. They are. 360 schools are now offering some form of primary sector education and more schools are looking to add agriculture due to increased demand from students. Rex Newman is the principal at Napier Boys High School and president of the Horticulture and Agriculture Teachers Association. And he says he's seen a 20% increase in the past 10 years. He says it's not just rural areas seeing a rise, but urban schools as well. It's basically trying to bridge that gap between those rural and urban sort of areas. And the the urban has really taken off quite well, especially sort of areas like Christchurch and uh, in Auckland. We're trying to really um, boost those profiles up there. The association's working on finding more teachers as that's been a bit of an issue. Country Life, bringing you the sounds and voices of rural New Zealand.
We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.